Good morning and welcome to Drive with the Healthy Entrepreneur. My name is Rebecca Corbett and I'm the Healthy Entrepreneur and you are going to be with me for the next 10 minutes of my drive to work. So this week I want to talk about GST and income tax. So my first business that I started was bookkeeping and I was a registered BAS agent. Um, I'm no longer a BAS agent so just a little disclaimer on that one but it doesn't mean that I've forgotten all my knowledge. Um, But as always, if you are unsure if anything that I am saying applies to you, please speak with your bookkeeper who is a qualified BAS agent or your accountant. So I just want to talk about the difference um, between GST and income tax and what are they. So at this time of the year, um, when tax is due, I always get questions about, well, why do I have to pay income tax with my business? I've already paid my GST this year. Um, Obviously, if you know about GST, you pay it every quarter um, throughout the year. Um, For some of you, if you have made an income in previous years, that ATO will also require you to prepay some of your income tax on your business activity statement where you remit your GST. However, the GST portion is actually nothing to do with your income tax at all. So a few people get confused because it is the goods and services tax, but it's not actually part of your income tax. So the GST um, was bought in Um, a number of years ago now, uh, probably over a decade ago actually, I remember when it came in because I was studying accounting at the time and I'd already learnt before GST how to do accounting and I know it kind of sent a few ripples through the accounts world when it happened. Um, So what it was is that the government decided that they were going to put a 10% tax on top of all goods and services Um, so that they could basically collect some more tax. Now, I wasn't good enough to Google why and what reasoning that they gave, but I don't think it really matters. They just wanted to collect more tax. Um, So what they then did was they said, well, there are some things that we probably shouldn't add that tax to. So some of those things is fresh produce. So your fruits and vegetables, for example, will not have GST. But if you cook apples and add them to pastry and make an apple pie, now it does attract GST. So your fresh fruit and veggies, um, your milk from your dairy, um, things like that, they don't attract GST. They're um, they're exempt. They're free from GST. Another one that um, people don't always know about is that childcare is also exempt from GST at the moment. I'm not saying that they'll change that, but they, they can um, because they've deemed it um, GST exempt for now to keep the cost of childcare down. So if you are a family daycare educator um, and you're not earning $75,000, you can still opt to register for GST and then anything that you buy that has GST on it, you can get that back. So how does the GST actually work? Okay, so you set your price for your goods or your service, and then you add 10% on top. You should not take the 10% out of your income. 
that's ludicrous and that is how businesses fail. And it is always the businesses that come to me that say I'm not making any money that have taken it out of their original price instead of adding it on. Now I know that a few of you will be thinking, yes, but what about my competitors who aren't registered for GST, their prices are lower? Well, you're gonna have to find your point of difference and convince people that your service is better than theirs for that extra fee. And really 10% is not that much. So it shouldn't affect you that much that people will look at you and say, oh, they're registered for GST, that one's not gonna go to them. It comes down to the service or the quality of the goods that you provide. So you've got your fee, you've added the 10% on. Now you are just a collection point. So you are not paying the GST to the government out of your income. It was never your income in the first place. That extra 10%, you are collecting it on the government's behalf. So you really should, and I recommend to most of my clients that at the end of the week or every time that they get paid for a job, if they've got a really big job, that 10% of that gets put into a GST account. Now it's not an exact science, but if you were to put 10% of your income across into a savings account, that should account for your GST, well it will, but it should also give you a little extra for your income tax. It probably won't cover the full amount of your income tax, but it will cover some. So you are selling, you are collecting the 10% on behalf of the government, but you are also buying things from your suppliers who are registered and you are paying GST. So if you buy something for $110 and $10 of that is GST, and you sell something for $220 and $20 of that was GST, on your BAS statement, you would have $20 of GST collected on behalf of the ATO, minus 10% $10 of GST paid on the things that you purchased. That equals $10 that you owe to the ATO. So in actual fact, when you are registered for GST, you are getting that 10% back from the ATO. You just don't physically get it back because usually your income would be more than your expenses. If your expenses are more than your income and you are getting GST back, you're going to end up with no money very quickly. So you can see how you end up with paying the ATO some money. It's not a bill. It's not coming out of your income. It was on top of your income and you got some credits back. So that's the GST. Now your income tax is calculated and now I am not a qualified accountant and I am not a tax agent. So this is just explaining the legislation. Your income tax is paid on the money that is considered income. Now we'll have a look at that $20 of GST again that was on your income. That portion does not go into your income account with your accounting. I know that um, for some of you, you won't have actually looked at your reports, um, but if you were to open up the journal that is created when you mark a sales invoice as paid, because it all used to be journals, it never used to be just a program where you'd click, yep, I got that money. Only the $200 of your income is put into your income account. And that is what is calculated 
for your income tax. So the GST part, you're not even going to pay income tax on. So when you do your tax at the end of the year, you'll pay your income tax on that portion and that portion alone. So you can see how GST and income tax is completely different. So you can actually work it out a different way. You can also um, pull out a report if you have a, a larger amount of money coming in and out every week. You could pull a report from your accounting system showing the GST in and the GST out and you could move just that portion over to a tax account. Um, some of my larger clients do that. It's completely up to you and you really do need to work with your bookkeeper to work out what is best for you. Um, and if you're not putting money aside for income tax, I really encourage you to do so um, because a little word of warning, if you make an income that is taxable this year and you haven't prepaid anything on your BAS statement, you will get a tax bill and then the very next quarter, they will expect you to prepay a quarter of your tax every three months. And that is where businesses come undone is that they end up paying the tax that they owed and then they're also prepaying their next year's tax. And that can be quite difficult if you've already spent the money and not put it aside. So even if you're not being asked to pay for it by the ATO, I encourage you to put it aside. Your bookkeeper or accountant can work out with you how much that should be. But like I said, if you are a smaller business, you're earning under about $100,000 a year total income, just move the 10% across into another account plus your employees tax and super and you should just about cover it by the end of the year. That's it from me this week. I hope that that helped explain the difference between GST and income tax for you. Um, Have an amazing weekend and I'll see you next week.